Welcome to Ahanga. My name is Aya, and today I'll be speaking with Jillian. Um, so just to kick things off, could you tell us a little bit about what kind of art you do, Jillian? Sure. So I'm predominantly a portrait um, artist who deals in Warhol-esque type of um, style. And what I do is I actually use a pearlized medium in order to create a color shifting effect to the paintings that I create. Um, this way, when people are standing in the same room with the same painting, everybody has a slightly different experience because the colors do change depending upon the um, the viewpoint of the viewer. Wow, that's really cool. I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so how did you get involved with art in general? Um, I mean, it started at a very young age. I loved watching cartoons and comic books, especially Marvel, um, just the way that people were able to show emotion through paintings and through drawing. Um, and I remember, I think I was in preschool or kindergarten and I had an art teacher, her name was Jean, and we had this really cool caveman uh, project where you had to do a cave drawing. And it was the first time I got involved with charcoal and chalk. And, you know, living at home, my mom was very, very tidy. So we weren't allowed to use things like that to make a mess. So the ability to be loose and free and expressive in that way was where I really got to start. That's awesome. Um... Thank you. Yeah, so you mentioned your your classes. Is there any person in particular who you would say influenced your artistic pursuit? No, I think it's more the culmination of the people that you meet. I mean, like, I've always loved Gustav Klimt. He's probably one of my favorite artists uh, to date. I mean, one of the more famous pieces that he did was The Kiss, and I believe he uses gold foil in the painting he did between these two people, and the emotion that's just able to be captured through that, I think, is awe-striking and almost ethereal on some level. But no, I, I don't necessarily think of anybody, one particular person that's, in, you know, inspired or forced my hand into going into art. It's mm -hmm. more about the ability to help people along the way. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, so beyond people, what would you say motivates your art? Beyond people? Mm -hmm. That's a fantastic question. Probably a spiritual pursuit, um, the ability to connect better with one's psyche and portray that. Um, but not necessarily. I mean, people are, are my motivation. I'm definitely an extrovert, 100% through mm -hmm. that. So if people are there, then that's the energy that you grab from. Got it. Very cool. Um, and are there any themes that kind of recur or emerge in your art and why? Well, again, the color shifting is definitely something that I do a lot of because I don't believe that people take time to have conversation. And if my art can do anything, it's going to give the ability to have that diversity in conversation and, you know, hopefully force people to actually interact with each other. Um, the only other thing you will see in my art a lot is females. I mean, I do paint men occasionally, but I think female really show the duality of a person. So the strength and the, the softness that we all have to carry. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's identifiable with a lot of people. Yeah. So does that mean you paint like female figures or just themes relating to women? Nope. Um, I paint portraits. I paint people's faces. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Um, and are there any obstacles or like challenges that you have faced while pursuing your art? Of course. I mean, the financial aspect of it is very daunting. Um, as you're going through it, there's not consistency in a paycheck like you would find in a corporate level. Um, the other part of it too is the emotional toll that it takes when you're actually painting someone. I know for me in my process, I come up with a, a story for each person that I paint and it's hard not to become emotionally attached or involved with the person that you are generating, right? So 
the constant need to reevaluate yourself and why you're painting a certain thing um, can be a little taxing as you're doing it, but it's still a great process nonetheless. Yeah. How long does it generally take you to complete a portrait or a painting? Depending on whether or not I see the picture in my head, I can go anywhere between about two days to a month, month and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, the longest part of it is the drying process in between doing the, the layers so that the color shifting occurs. Okay. But yeah. Um, and this is kind of relating, but like, is there, have you ever had to deal with like the stereotype of the struggling artist or has that come up in your life? Oh yeah, absolutely. But the flip side of it, I, I like to dress, I guess, boldly. Um, and I'm very fortunate for my grandmother and my mom who has taught you that no matter how much your clothes cost, you make sure you look put together. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times it's surprising that people don't want to buy if you look more put together than not. So it, it's almost a necessity to come off like a struggling artist so people feel more inclined to help you than not to. So That's interesting. Yeah, do you usually sell yeah. at like art booths or where do you usually show your work? Um, typically, I, I've been very fortunate with Instagram, I'm generating a lot of sales off there and word of mouth. Um, I, I am in a couple galleries, which has been helpful too, where I've made a few sales that way. And prior to COVID, I was doing a lot of sales out of Tribeca, New York, because of different shows I was able to showcase there. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, and how would you describe your workspace? I'm curious, like, is it neat or messy? Are there certain like lighting or times of day that you like to work in or any, like, do you have sounds or music playing as you work? I always have music going on. Um, music really sets the tone for, again, the character that I'm trying to create. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll curate a playlist that I believe would be reflective of whoever I'm painting so that I can, again, get into the mode of whoever that is so that the person can really get an understanding of just seeing a glimpse into that person. Um, it's relatively neat, I'd like to think. I mean, I have all my paints in one bin, so they're not color-coded or anything else, but it, it's kind of like that organized chaos where I know the yellow was in the last month like two days ago, so that's where I'm going to go. Um, and in terms of timing, it depends on where I am in the process of the color shift because the lighting outside actually affects the way that the color dries in the way that it ends up coming out on the piece. So if I'm going for more a cool tone, I actually do it more in the morning than I would at night versus the warm tone, which I'm going to do at night because it's not picking up as much of the light pigment. Mm. So you might have mentioned this, but do you work with oil paint or different paints? or I work with acrylic and pearlized medium. Okay, cool. And um, for your portraitures, is it usually people that you know or people um, that you like create or are you commissioning or nine times out of ten it's people that I create um the one time out of ten it's from people that are commissioning me mm-hmm. but I've again been very fortunate where the original paintings are selling where I don't have to do as many um commission pieces but I do have a couple licensing deals that I have going on right now which is pretty cool and commercial pieces that I do as well that are based off of brands um like I actually just did a series called Taste of and that again was off of generated people so people that I've come up in my head Mm-hmm. or able to picture in my head um, and then focus them around the brand that I'm trying to personify. That's really cool. And how do you like you. Um, generate like the, the people? Is that like based on people in your life or completely fictional or based on other um, forms of art that you might be consuming? Um, a little bit of both between people that I know and people that I just see in your mind. Um, 
I've worked in sales, so I can't imagine that people that I see in my head aren't someone that I met at some point in time, you know, previously, because the interactions that you have, I, I think you have at least 2,000 interactions a day, whether it's on TV or Googling or Instagram or just walking up and down the street, mm-hmm. um, grocery store. So it, it's more about the feeling. And then if certain facial features or what have you come through because that's just how I would imagine someone making a face that's what comes through it's not necessarily something particular Mm -hmm. that makes sense um so you mentioned that you did sales have you were you doing that alongside art um is art something that you've recently done full-time or have you been working other um, positions as well so I was in telecommunication sales for about eight years um with you know side jobs going through like I used to sing at Beer Garden on Federal Hill and I did you know I've always sold art like I've done graphic design on the side as well but I've I've heavily focused on my art sales for the past seven months after getting COVID um but I've, I've done artwork and art sales for about three years got it um, and what would you say is the ultimate goal for your art if you have one? Um, or what do you want it to be or to mean to your audience and viewers? All right. Well, I mean, I, again, I, I hope that the art that I create causes people to have a conversation, not necessarily on the content type, but on the experience they have with the piece. Because, again, everybody has something different to talk about. Um, I akin it to the roundtable discussions that we used to have as a kid with my grandmother, my mom, my two sisters, and a cousin or two thrown in there just about life and you know how each of us are in one room and we see like you know one pot of tomatoes because that was something my grandmother always had out was tomatoes or some type of food that she cooked up and how we all experience differently and I hope that my art does the same thing for everybody else um but ultimately I would like to be able to grab enough um traction or you know not necessarily fame, but notoriety, where I'm able to then take that notoriety and turn it into a nonprofit so I can help people that experience abuse as a child or just trauma in general and then turn it into more of a survival instinct and ability to live a more balanced life down the line. That's really amazing that it kind of extends so far and through the art. And yeah, that's really, that's really admirable. Um, I'm curious. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, I, I said that. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. No, no, not at all. It's tough with Zoom. But um, I, I, I also loved hearing about the round table kind of conversations that you'd have with your family. Would that be usually be like over a meal or just? Uh, yeah, absolutely. There was always something to pick on, whether it was an actual meal or like my grandmother is one of the best cooks on the planet, which is probably said by every grandkid. But um, she used to make like this pizza with figs and uh, prosciutto, which is like uh, an Italian ham and cheese, whatever she had, like you could just pick on that or, you know, Milano cookies or whatever it was, just to chat around. And it was always about life or, you know, grandma remembers when she was a kid and she had a great life and, you know, how much time's a different then versus now. Those are the best. (laughs) No, absolutely. I think those are one of the more defining moments in life than anything else. Mm -hmm. So. Um, Well, before we sign off, I just wanted to ask if there's anything else you would like to share or think is important to know about yourself or your art, your project or mission. Yeah, when you view the art, make sure you're looking at it from different angles. So then again, you can experience the color changing effect. Um, just know that there's always something to talk about. And what you see at first isn't what 
is going to be the last impression that you have. And I think that's an important thing people need to pay attention to in life in general, is that don't judge a book by a cover, which I hope you do the same thing with my paintings. Don't look at it from one perspective because you are going to miss out on the whole story. Very cool. I hope I get to one day see your painting in person and experience that for myself. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for meeting to talk with me, um, Julia.